0: Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Lead. I'm your host, Gavin Jackson, and this episode was recorded on October 28th, 2022 from South Carolina Public Radio Studios here in Columbia. I know, we're off the couch. Just so you know, some of the information in this podcast may have changed by the time you've heard it. This episode features a big politics section in which we look at several big moments and important answers from the only gubernatorial debate between incumbent Republican Governor Henry McMaster and former First District Congressman Joe Cunningham. Did I mention ETV was the only one to have that debate? (laughs) We also have some pre-Election Day fundraising figures for y'all, too, so stick around. we got a lot. Also, there's one section in this podcast that we have not canceled, folks, and that's the wind down. we got a big one coming your way. But we also want to hear from you. You keep the wind down in business. And without your contributions of one- to three-minute-long voicemails at 803-563-7169, we can't continue this mission. So do us a favor, give us a call right now, 803-563-7169, thank you. Now for the latest in South Carolina. Currently the spread of COVID-19 is low according to county level data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. On average last week, 222 South Carolinians were hospitalized with COVID-19, 33 were in intensive care and 13 were on ventilators. For that same week, 3,038 COVID-19 cases were confirmed to DHEC and seven deaths. Right now, 53.3% of eligible South Carolinians are fully vaccinated. And the flu is picking up, y'all. I'm sure if you have kids or if you've been out and about, you know people are getting the flu. It's widespread right now is what the officials are saying. And they're recommending that you get your flu shot. Also, please keep washing your hands, cover your cough, and stay home if you're sick. I'm getting my flu shot Sunday. So I'm gonna be in a really great mood when we tape on Monday. Don't let that deter you folks. Okay, welcome to the politics section, folks, and I just want to start off this section with how I start off the debates with some ground rules. Candidates who meet our qualifications to debate based on a policy drawn up by our lawyers agree to our debate rules, all of which can be found on scetv.org elections. That being said, I want to clarify the rebuttal situation that everyone seems to have enjoyed during the debate. This is all before we get to the clips. It's just you guys know what I'm talking about here. Now, here's an example. Say I ask Congressman Joe Cunningham a question. He has 90 seconds to respond. I then ask Governor Henry McMaster the same question, and he too has 90 seconds. If McMaster challenges Cunningham on something or attacks him in his response, I then give Cunningham a 60-second rebuttal. Cunningham will likely invoke McMaster's name in defending himself. However, under our rules, McMaster does not get to rebut that rebuttal. Now, on some debate stages, they do that. Under our rules... We don't. And I would do the same if this order was reversed and Cunningham tried to rebut a rebuttal. We talked about this. Also, I do my best to prevent candidates from asking each other questions. That's them trying to create gotcha moments, and that's not what we're here for. And I also try to limit that crosstalk. Everyone gets their time. Let them use it. This is not cable news, folks. Now, all that being said, let's look at some highlights from the hour-long debate that took place at SCE TV Studios here in Columbia on October 26th. There was no audience, just me and Andy Shane with the Post and Courier asking questions. And like the Lieutenant Governor's debate, my first question to them was about what they think
1: the abortion law in our state should look like. Cunningham got the question first. Quite simply, I think it was fine the way before under Roe v. Wade. And quite pointedly, I trust women. I trust women to make their own healthcare decisions. And Governor McMaster doesn't. And that's the clear contrast between the two people you have on stage here tonight, because Governor McMaster wants to ban all abortions and have no exceptions for rape or for incest or even for the life of the mother. Folks, his position is the most egregious form of government overreach you could imagine. I mean, just think about it. If the government, if politicians are able to come into your doctor's offices, what could they not do? That's why the consequences of this election are so dire, because if an abortion ban comes to the governor's desk without exceptions, he'll sign it, and I'll veto it. And that is the key difference between the options that you have here in South Carolina tonight. Governor, your response.
2: Well, the problem with that is Mr. Cunningham knows, well knows, no such bill is going to ever reach my desk. We've never had a bill like that in South Carolina. What Mr. Cunningham is for is pre-Roe. And as we know, that allowed abortions up to, uh, or, uh, up to 24 weeks. That is six months. That is six months that Roe allowed abortions for any reason or no reason at all. That is the radical position. We know when that heart starts beating at six to eight weeks. We know that pain is felt from sometime 15 to 19. But none of the bills that are pending right now do what he said. I'm confident that what is going to happen is that our legislators will continue to work as they have been doing, and they will come up with a bill. If they come up with one at all, if not, we have the pain-capable and the heartbeat bill, both of which have all the exceptions. But I believe they will come up with a bill that is acceptable to most of the people of the state. That is the goal of what they're doing.
0: The next big question was, what will the candidates do to mitigate the pinch of high inflation and how they would weather the likely recession next year? This question went to Governor McMaster first, and like they're allowed to do, he used part of that time to rebut Cunningham's previous rebuttal on abortion. So take a listen, and then you'll hear Cunningham's response.
2: I would continue to do what we've been doing, and that is by building. But let me just say, most of what Joe Cunningham just said is dead wrong, and he knows better, and he's trying to scare people. And I think it's a bad service to the people to continue with that, that line of irresponsible charges Savior. and accusations. is What he said is, is not correct. Now, what we will do is what we have been doing. We have had since, even since Mr. Biden took office, now he has been an obstacle and we've had to fight him tooth and nail. We've had, I think five or six lawsuits trying to keep them from disrupting business in South Carolina, but. Last this this year right now, we have a record of capital investment for our people. It is over five billion dollars. We have never done that before. What else have we done? We've cut taxes. Do you know that the income tax rates in South Carolina have never been cut before? We cut them this time from seven percent. It's going to go down to six percent. We've got more people working right now than we've ever had before. We have more money in our trust funds. They're filled up than we've ever had before. We've also, for the last four years, cut taxes on, for the unemployment insurance. I have the endorsement of the National Federation of Independent Businesses. They're small businesses. I also have the endorsement of uh, about 70%, 75% or so of all of our sheriffs and solicitors for law enforcement. My goal is to keep this state safe so the people can work. The most important thing we do is education, and we'll get to that in a minute.
0: Thank you, Governor. Congressman?
1: Yeah, I just want to clarify that Governor McMaster had an opportunity to say that he would veto a bill without exceptions. Folks, when Governor McMaster said he wanted to do away with exceptions, believe him when he said it the first time. But when it comes to our economy, last year, when gas prices were skyrocketing, and I felt them at the pumps as well, I felt them at the grocery store. But we called on Governor McMaster to temporarily suspend the gas tax here in South Carolina, just like other states were doing. This wasn't a partisan solution. Um, Republican governor down in Georgia did the same thing, temporarily suspended it. But Governor McMaster would not suspend the gas tax. That would have provided immediate relief for folks at home and also would not have jeopardized any types of building projects because we had so much money come in through the bipartisan infrastructure deal or COVID relief. The fact is folks, we wanna eliminate the state income tax because South Carolina has the highest state income tax rate in the entire Southeast. And with all due respect to Governor McMaster, he's had over 40 years in politics to eliminate it. You look around at states like Tennessee and Florida and Texas, they're seeing unprecedented economic growth. Folks, we can be that economic lighthouse for businesses that will either want to grow or expand the South Carolina. But we have to have new ideas, and we have to have a new vision.
0: We then jump to education and what McMaster plans to do to fight not only the ongoing shortage of teachers in our state, but recruiting and retaining them in high-poverty school districts. Here's McMaster's response.
2: Well, that's a good question, and it's hard to get them into those rural areas. That's something we've been working on for... A long time, and sometimes we can get the teachers to go there, but they don't stay because there's, there's nothing to do. It's a, it's a rural area and they'd rather be somewhere around a city. But I think we got to have the best teachers in the whole country uh, in South Carolina. I don't want to pay them just to, to meet the Southeastern average. I'd like to be way above that. In the time that I've been in office, we have raised teacher pay $10,000. That's not enough, we need to do more, but we're doing everything we can for teachers. Uh, in, in addition, and back to York, York County, that's one of the fastest growing places. That they need more schools. They have more schools coming up than, than most anything. But we have to meet that demand. I have a task force that's working right now. It's a, a retention and uh, re, uh, recruitment and retention. It's headed, headed by a, a, a number of people who are, uh, Barbara Nielsen is one, and their job is to determine exactly what else we can do. But we've raised the pay. We have law enforcement officers in the schools. I got law enforcement officers, a trained, certified, armed law enforcement officer in every, in in now over 900 going on a 1,000 schools in South Carolina out of about 1,200 or so. We had less than 400, somewhere around 300 when I started. We also have a mental health counselor and we're working to find a way with, Prisma and McLeod Health and Health and Human Services to have an emergency room for mental health because trying to start it in Florence or Marion County. We got a lot we can do to help the teachers.
1: Yeah, look, this is one of the most pressing issues in our entire state. And a special session was called, which is normally reserved for emergencies, whether it be hurricane relief or otherwise, or the most pressing issues. But it wasn't called for paying our teachers more or fixing our roads or doing something about our high crime rate is called to rip away the freedoms of women. And folks, this teacher shortage crisis that's going on is being felt by everyone. And some of us, some of us feel it more than others. I know that when I drop my four and a half year old son off at school and a door swings open and I see a brand new teacher, my heart kind of sinks a bit. Because I think about the bonds that my son has formed with that teacher that has left. And I think about him having to start over from scratch. Folks, our teachers deserve a lot more than what they're getting. And I want a 10% raise for all teachers across the board. And I want to get the starting salary up to $50,000 a year by the, by the end of my administration. And teachers are feeling betrayed by Governor McMaster and by politicians in Colombia, they're leaving in droves because of it. The same reason that most people leave their jobs because they're disrespected, they're underpaid, and they're overworked. And a big
0: moment from the debate came in Governor McMaster's response to Shane's question about gay marriage, and if the U.S. Supreme Court reversed the Obergefell decision, like it did with Roe, and sent gay marriage back to the states to decide, would he support removing the gay marriage prohibition from our state's constitution and law, or put the matter to the voters? Here's Governor McMaster, then Cunningham, then McMaster's rebuttal.
2: Well, uh, gay marriage is, is uh, it is, in our Constitution, it is not allowed. And under our state law, it is not allowed. Uh, I would follow state law, whatever the state law is. But uh, I, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I think that marriage ought to be between a man and a woman. Just like I think that boys ought to play in boys' sports and girls ought to play in girls' sports. But, I, I mean, theres you have to have some common sense in, in this arena, which seems to be changing all the time. But I, th- I think that the, uh, the our traditions, I think, are strong, and I think they're there for a reason. Back to the veterans for a minute. Nobody honors our veterans more than I do. I am a veteran, by the way. And we have, re- re- I'm not a re- didn't stay in long enough to get retirement, but we have eliminated the income tax on retirement pay for every veteran in this state, whether they live here now or move here later. Also at the Department of Employment and Workforce, we prioritize the applications and the interest of voters. We reach out to the the veterans to try to help them. And why is that? And every time I talk to these new businesses that are looking to come here, I tell them this is a military state with with, uh, eight military bases. I signed the first agreement with the United States Army about a month ago where enlistees or people in the Army, when they they muster out, they will get five job interviews in South Carolina. That's what we think about veterans.
1: Congressman. Yeah, wow. Um, For those of you who are just tuning in, it's 2022 and Governor McMaster wants to ban same-sex marriage. You just heard that tonight, folks. We have politicians that have been in government so long and become so calcified in their beliefs. And Governor McMaster has been a politician literally longer than I've been alive. And he's been taking our state backwards the entire time. Governor McMaster has been leading South Carolina into the 1950s since the 1980s. Folks, this campaign that we're running is a campaign ran on freedom and I don't care who you are or who you love. I don't think it's government's role to be getting in the middle of that. And I don't think it's politicians' role to be ripping away freedoms from people you know, and women who just want to make their very own health care decisions. Um, you know, as it relates to veterans and taking care of them, we could expand Medicaid and provide health care to tens of thousands of veterans. And the governor could do that just with the flip of his pen. I won't hesitate for a second to expand Medicaid on day one to make sure that healthcare is expanded. And here's the thing, for those of you who have private insurance as well, your rates will go down because the pool will be expanded.
0: Governor, rebuttal?
2: Oh yes, um, I, don't, I don't care who you love or uh, you don't love or who you want to live with or what you want to do, that is that's your business. But I think uh, marriage is a special institution, and and that designation ought to be reserved for a man and a woman. That's what I think. As far as taking South Carolina backwards, well, Joe, you must be about the only one on earth who thinks that because everybody else is coming to South Carolina. They're coming from all over the world to invest in the people of South Carolina, in this place, and as I say, I've already announced just announcements on companies coming in to hire our people. They've already invested over five point two billion dollars this year. And this year is not over. That is broken every record that we've ever had. We've got more people working. People are moving that want to want to be here. And to say that we're going backwards would be certainly be news to them because it is it is not a fact. We're we're a booming We're getting stronger every day, and I'm going to do everything I can to see that we continue
0: doing that. Now, these clips, that was just about 13 minutes of that hour-long debate. We also talked about criminal justice reforms, gambling, marijuana, their priorities on day one, climate change, and where the two disagree with their party's leaders, and a lot more. You can catch that entire debate on youtube.com slash southcarolinaetv. We're also going to have a full transcript online soon, so stick around. Okay, now you heard those candidates debate, and you're more than likely hearing them on TV, too. That's because they've been raising some big bucks. Campaigns have made their final financial disclosures available. McMaster's campaign announced that it raised more than $2.1 million between July 1st and October 19th. Cha-ching sound effect here. That $2.1 million represented a quarterly record for the campaign. This pushed the total cycle haul to $7.6 million and the campaign said that they had $2 million on hand going into the final days. Cunningham raised $1.2 million during the same period, according to his campaign. That pushed his campaign coffers to $3.4 million for the entire cycle, and he had $220,000 on hand. And moving on, we're going to go backwards a little bit to Sunday. That's when 1st District Congressman Nancy Mace was on CNN's State of the Union, was October 23rd, and she said that she would support Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's plan to use debt ceiling negotiations to force spending cuts to programs like Medicare and Social Security. Mace also had this to say about any potential impeachment of President Joe Biden should Republicans take the House as is expected.
3: I am not uh, interested in playing tit for tat. I am not interested in retaliation. Impeachment has been weaponized over the years, and we've seen that. Um, I really want us to be focused on the economy, on tackling inflation with responsible policy. We also need to look at crime and immigration. We've had 4.2 million illegal immigrants cross the
1: border illegally at the southern border since Biden was sworn into office.
0: Mace, you may remember, was sworn in as a freshman congresswoman just days before the January 6th storming of the Capitol. While she immediately took to the airwaves to blast President Donald Trump's handling of the siege, she did not vote to impeach Trump for inciting an insurrection, like 7th Congressional District Republican Congressman Tom Rice and nine other Republicans did. Rice, who was running for his sixth term, was defeated in the June primary by State Representative Russell Fry. And uh, heads up, folks, the final debate of the campaign season is the State Superintendent of Education debate next Wednesday, November 2nd, at 7 p.m. That's between Democrat Lisa Ellis and Republican Ellen Weaver. They are running to replace outgoing two-term superintendent Molly Spearman. I will moderate the debate, and Shauna Adcox of The Post and Courier will join me for the hour and questioning of the candidates. Tune in on SCETV, South Carolina Public Radio, or online. And on the way out, you know this, early voting is going on right now across our state. Find your sample ballot, polling sites, and more at scvotes.gov. I spoke with Chris Whitmire, Director of Public Information with the SC State Election Commission on This Week in South Carolina, and I'll have it for you on Tuesday, unless you cheat and watch it on TV already, Fridays and Sundays. It's a great interview, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. You guys are bad Welcome to the wind down section, our little break from the news. We talk about life during the pandemic and we want to hear your stories as well. I really need to fix this intro one of these days, but we have a big wind down section. It's gonna be a very uh, SC Public Radio heavy wind down section, is my
4: understanding. Yes, I can't say any more. At, <laughs> I've already said too much. I fear you're gonna, you're probably gonna get censured for this. Um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be tough for you, uh, tougher for our listeners. But um, uh, yes, this is a real peek behind the curtain about what goes on here in South Carolina Public Radio. So, everyone, I need everyone to remember to about what we were talking about last episode episode about who would and wouldn't eat candy corn in this office oh okay? yeah and Oof. so uh my office neighbor took extreme exception and <laughs> they called in and this is the result okay here we go you ready uh, yeah if there are young children around please yeah. please be mindful this is this da- language this is dangerous stuff everyone <laughs> okay here we go hey at and gavin it's vince cole Bluego. And I'm calling because I need you guys to issue a correction. Um, on the most recent pod, I believe AT stated that I like candy corn, and I want all you good leaders out across South Carolina, maybe the world. I think you guys are worldwide. But I want all you guys to know that I despise candy corn. I will not touch it with a 10-foot pole. I enjoy many things, and I think AT's brought it up. Uh, for instance, donuts. Enjoy donuts. I enjoy um Walks on the beach and bike rides. I enjoy coffee and all kinds of sweets. And, you know, just I don't say no to much. I say no to candy corn. I hate it. All right. That's really it. See you guys.
0: Wow. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is as close to a Chris Rock moment that we're ever
4: going to have on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he would slap me. I mean, he didn't just call here, okay? <laughs> Gavin he and came I, to my home. Gav, Gavin <laughs> and I were driving away. Gavin is my personal Uber driver right now. Uh, and uh, we were driving away, and Vince flagged us down in well, the parking Well, to be lot. fair, we
0: were playing chicken in the parking lot, and then I, I caved, and we were talking. Coward, honestly. I did, yeah. And he, <laughs> wasn't,
4: he wasn't talking to us. He was reprimanding us from his <laughs> car into ours. And he was like, I want a full retraction. Yeah. And uh, he's yelled at me since then, too. And you know what? I'm not going to take it back. No, definitely not. Because we know it's true. I yeah. do
0: respect Vince. Me and him have a lot in common, especially yes. when it comes to the workplace food scavenging. Yes. I tell him when there's food, there, You are vice versa.
4: vultures. Absolute, <laughs> Absolute vultures. I mean, I have the Butterfinger wrappers. We have all this Ugh, candy in the office God. right now. Gavin's like, uh, why do I have to clear my throat so much? Oh, it's because we of all the candy you're eating. The and, highlight of but this anyway, candy. Gavin, I, wanna, I just want
0: to say really quickly yeah. that we did agree that if we put an overflowing bowl (laughs) of candy corn out in radio and we put a game camera next to it or hidden somewhere, we
4: know that there would be no 10-foot pole situation. That man would be wrist-deep in there eating them. If we had like a a cornucopia Cornucopia of of beautiful, the most (laughs) delectable-looking candy corn, Vince would not be able to sit for hours across from it and not eat it. Anyway, speaking of candy, Roman texted in and he brought up, like, the sleeper candies, his favorite candies, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And so I, I, we said that Sean, our producer, and if anyone listens to Spook Pod, you know that he is a very angry man. Yes. Uh, and so uh, we, he is a candy knower and everything. So we were like, what better? Halloween weekend. Let's get Sean in studio. So, Sean, welcome. Welcome, Sean, our Resident candy
3: experts. Yes. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, yes. Although I am a little hurt that we've been doing this podcast for <laughs> almost five years. Yes. And this is the first time I've ever been on <laughs> yes. it. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> also, I want to say Candy cornucopia. It's right there. Yeah, we had oh, it. We God. had yeah, it. Tip of our we tongue. had it. Yeah. Uh, and you know who's not here right now? Vince Colbulo, yeah, Yeah. he's scared. Really, we should have him in here. We offered, and he
4: said no. He cowered, and he was he was shaking like a little little dog. (laughs) Anyway, Sean has he's he's worked up a list here of of sleepers, of faves, but then also he took umbrage with our our dragging of Whoppers, not mm, the burgers, mm, the, the mm. malt balls. And Sean a is here. you've never okay? had, but yes. Yeah, I've never had a Whopper. <coughs> anyway, Sean, take it, take the floor. Take the way. Take uh, the way. Thank you
3: so much. Thank you Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we need to change that with eighteen not having a Whopper. I've never yes, had one. Yes, so
4: we're going to do the Big Mac. We're going to do the Whopper. I've never had either. Oh. Things are going to change in 2023. I can feel it. <laughs> this, this is, is going to be my year. year. This is going to be my year, guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll start out by talking about Whoppers. I'm going to get this out of the way first. Candy, like all great art, is subjective. <laughs> Everybody likes different things. I understand it. What works for me might not work for Gavin, might not work for A.T.
4: Don't yuck my yum. AT, Don't
3: yuck anyone's Sean, yum.
0: Sean, can you say that every time A.T. and I discuss anything on this podcast? Yes. Everyone's different, A.T. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I say it as I'm listening to the podcast. I'm like, they shouldn't be fighting right now. Everyone's different. It's just
0: for the it's just for the numbers. Yeah, we, yeah. at the and Gavin is...
3: they agree on everything off pod, but once we get in the studio, it's an argument. Sean's like, get our numbers up, baby.
4: Pick a
3: fight. <laughs> so, also, you can tell from me talking right now that I am not like my character on South of Spooky. He just wants
4: to get that out there. I
3: don't barge in and just yell at <laughs> at, at and Gavin. Sean but... kicks doors down all the time. That <laughs> oh part's my true. God, That's true. Just that, part, the door, that, yeah, that part. part was True.
4: Everything else, okay, Sean. So, what's good about
3: a Whopper? The crunch, oh. the crunch of a Whopper. Now, here's the hard thing with Whoppers is you will often get bad Whoppers, especially in a Halloween pack where you get like the little three uh, pack and the very flimsy mm-hmm. uh, plastic. You'll get like the kind of chewy Whopper, oh, which is not a good Whopper. But if you have a very crisp, in the, fresh in Whopper, the Goldilocks zone, you have that Goldilocks zone of a Whopper. <laughs> it is so good.
0: I get the crunch, but then it's like the driest the oh. aftermath. The like the, the Butterfinger is back. crunch is give me, gimme. Give I just yeah, had a couple yeah, of those, yeah, yeah, but
4: yeah. there's that mm, the chew that what? is like it's chalky. Chalk. It's chalky. I well, I also you're a big chalk fan. I am a big chalk fan. <laughs> Real chalkhead.
3: You also mentioned Neko on the last episode. Yeah. I like NECA wafers. God. I do probably have a little bit of a, like, old-timey palate. Like, I like (laughs) NECA wafers. I like black licorice. Yeah. I like that sort of medicinal taste that both of those have. Sure. But with a malt ball, Whoppers uh, in particular, like, I like that malt flavor. I Mm -hmm. like, like, a malt milkshake.
4: Okay. So there's that. All right. Let's hit. Sleepers and best candies here.
3: Okay, so this is not in any particular order, but it is official. Yeah, there's there's no rebutting this rebuttal. No, (laughs) No, there are no
4: rebuttals here. We can't even. We
3: won't be speaking. Exactly. I'm going to start with the best normies. Okay. 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 Smart. Just out the gate, twits. Yeah. Sure. Major one. Yes. Probably the best. In my opinion, the best, like, normal candy bar yes. you can get. Yes, Sure. Best of both worlds. I I'm steal not that every argue. time from Abby's not office 1st not going to argue. Yeah. Second, Butterfingers. Gavin's got the wrapper right a. there. <laughs> he has two
4: wrappers, if I see that correctly. Don't you lay a finger. <laughs> I think it's a little too high, Honestly. Of a I do, too. It's no particular order? No particular order. This I feel is just, like that is in a no man's land of not bad, not good. I've never oh, bought no. a Butterfinger. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Keep going. Don't, don't, don't let me, oh, me oh, you yeah, that. Well, I've, I've,
3: I've bought many Butterfingers <laughs> in my that,
4: life. <laughs> yeah. Only when the Simpsons were ripping it. That was when I was like really- All right, Next up. What do we got? Crunch bars. I like, I like crispy yeah. rice. Yeah. yeah, I do, too. I do, too. That's why I
0: like a 100-gram bar. Whereas if I- I 100
4: love hundred gram five hundred five hundred inflation?
0: <laughs> <A million laughs> I hear they're
4: calling them five hundred gram bars now. Like thanks Obama. person. <laughs> okay. Thanks person who
3: controls go. inflation.
0: <laughs> Us. <laughs> now
3: the thing about crunch bars is uh, I loved them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um and I miss the days when a crunch bar came in the foil. Yes. Do you guys remember I forgot that? about that. Yeah. You get the foil and then it had the wrapper around it. Now it's just all plastic. Do
0: they even do candy commercials anymore? I feel like I haven't seen a candy commercial. I feel like there were so many remember. in our youth. You know
3: what? I see paydays all the time. Oh, really? you're yeah.
0: Not crazy about a payday. Continue, Sean.
3: Snickers. I yeah. feel yeah. like that, sure. that's a yummy. Sure. Yeah. Sure. This is a big one. Reese's cups. Yes, Reese's. No, Reese's. Reese's, Reese's pieces. Thank you. No, not Reese's pieces.
4: Then they should spell it differently. <laughs> we know that it rhymes with pieces. It is inherently <laughs> put, a rhyme. They, with they should pieces. put more C's
0: in there. I, I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> Reese's is. They are. Good. I think that's
4: the. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's always a, a good holiday. I'm a peanut butter guy. You know. Yeah.
0: I love the bunnies too. Yeah, the eggs. I should say.
3: Any form of them. Yes. Good. Any Reese's product, I feel like... 100%. Is, like, is, the piece, yeah, the I'm piece down to elite. it's
4: elite. That is an elite candy.
3: Okay, <laughs> I'm going to get into some that I like. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'm going to call these probably sleepers, then. Sleepers? I would have
0: added Skittles to that list, by the way.
3: Uh, Skittles, yeah. I would put that on there. Sour Patch Kids. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! I could use one right now. <laughs> I, that was an authentic reaction. Bro. I like I want uh, one right now. Like finger out of my mouth. The sour patch uh, watermelons. watermelons. Yes. Oh yeah, those are those are also oh, elite. Yes. yes. Swedish fish. Yes. Sure. I love a ba- sure. well, thing. I've Swedish
0: seen
3: me fish. go
4: through the bag. Sean gives me a bag where Christian's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A big just, one. It's like a six-pound bag. It's sad eats, to
3: see Gavin it. eats it in two days. I
0: have yeah diabetes.
3: Twizzlers. Yes. Sure. I like the little two-pack of Twizzlers you get for Halloween. Again, little, very flimsy yeah, plastics that you enough. just tear
4: through. Keep going. Peanut M&M's. Yes. Mm. I think that those are great candies. Yes. I think a peanut M&M is amazingly good. I think that is the best M&M. Thank That's the you. best form yeah. of Yes, M&M. absolutely. Because everyone else
0: just hates M&M's plain, which I understand. But I will also eat, more so than a Hershey Kiss.
4: Yeah. Well, a Hershey Kiss is bad.
0: But I'll take it if I need it.
4: Starburst. Oh yeah, How do you guys feel Should've about been on that. the first okay. list, but yes. I like Starburst. Fine. And Kit
3: Kats. I put it on there. I'm
4: surprised Kit Kats weren't in the first list. I'm I'm okay with them. Mm-hmm.
3: I'll eat them if they're around. Uh, here in radio, we have a big bowl of Kit Kats. Yeah, but they're flavored. They're Kit Kats. pumpkin pie Kit Some Kats. Some of them are, which
4: are very. Unique. I don't want. <sighs> Keep your pumpkins out of this. And Wait, I'll still uh, eat it because uh, I'm just that kind of person.
3: And I should have prefaced this by saying it's been one week. Twenty five. It's been one week. <laughs> it's
4: been one week.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Well played.
3: So good. The millennials will get that. It's been twenty five years since I trick or treated. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm basing this just on like stuff that I've seen here at the office or at parties. Or I really love to go and just roam around the candy aisle at, like, Target when
4: Look for other people to talk to. Yeah, I will
3: just, <laughs> I'll stare in everybody's faces, see if anyone's open to me <laughs> talking to them. If they make candy. eye
4: contact, they're, they're in trouble. <laughs> they're, anyway, <laughs> let's, get, let's get this sleeper list real quick okay. before we run out of time. York peppermint patties. Ah. Caitlin loves those. Caitlin loves them. Every time I
3: see one in a Halloween bunch, I'm like, Caitlin loves them. Will, you put some I thought into it.
0: Give that yes.
3: Milk duds. Oh yeah. Those I, teeth love, ruiners.
4: I love them. Oh, oh yeah. get them all in there. Better so those
3: than the runers. tiny little uh-huh. boxes. They look <laughs> like <laughs> rabbit poops. Uh, hundred grand we met, uh, mm-hmm. mentioned. Yeah. Five hundred grand. Dots?
4: Dots, yes. I love a dot. That's I, an old timey candy. I'm gonna say the like nano on
3: a dot. This next one was a big one for me as a kid. Smarties. Mm. You get those rolls of smarties. I I, I like just, a
4: roll. I like a roll. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like the sweet tarts. That's a nice form factor. I Like the sweet tarts. It is the form factor better. on those are nice, but uh, those oh, yeah. aren't good. No, uh, no. Keep going. Anything else? Nerds. Yeah. The mini boxes of nerds. Caitlin loves nerds.
3: Airheads. Oh, you gotta yes. shake it. You gotta shake you gotta it. it. You gotta shake you gotta it get down. to that little pillow. Any kind yeah.
0: of taffy. I'm gonna say it. any kind of taffy.
4: Taffy. And warheads. Oh yes, yes. thank you, Sean. I was gonna say warheads earlier when you're talking about. Clap them uh, out. Yeah, that. clap them out. He's clapping for himself. Uh, anyway, this I mean, segment was sponsored music. by the Candy Council of the United
0: States. If, Thank you. If Big anyone candy.
4: listening has any disagreements on that, too bad. Um, hey, <laughs> gotcha. too bad. Colin, tell us what you find in your kids' candy. Let us know. Yes. Have a good weekend. Trick call or treat smartly. Trick or treat. Watch yes. out for the razor blades. Uh, call- They're in the apples. <laughs> they are everywhere. <laughs> okay? So have a good weekend, everyone. Stay safe. Give us a shout,
0: 803-563-7169, just like we heard from Vince Cold Brugo. And also, we heard from Sean. That was an amazing rundown there about candy. We want to hear your hot takes on candy, too. Give us a shout. And you can also stay up to date with the latest news on scetv.org and SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. And don't forget to support your local newspapers. For the South Carolina lead, I'm Gavin Jackson. Be well, South Carolina.
1: I, I say this what? with love.
0: You're different than other people, A.T. <laughs>